Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of, the, of Deadline's new Hollywood podcast. Actually, it's the 100th episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my name, oh yeah, my name is Dina Ray Ramos. And I'm Amanda Nduka, and we have two people to yeah. commemorate this special occasion. We yes. got two people on. And actually, their show kind of speaks to our brand. Yes. Oh, my God, <laughs> yeah. yes. Well, I guess every yeah. speaks to our brand. But this one is kind of especially, you know, kind of, I think it's, like, very personal, I think. Right, um, right. Yeah, especially for, 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 for them and for, you know. Who's on the show? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should just say. Maybe we should say who they are. So we have uh, Little America's Kumail Nanjiani and Emily B. Gordon. Yes. yes. And if you haven't watched Little America, it is on Apple TV. It is an anthology series that basically sort of like gives us different stories of Im- different immigrant stories of people in America. And like I would like I was saying to them, there's a story about a Nigerian person, and I just literally it like I loved it. It yeah. was so good, and I loved they it were too. Speaking yeah. the, the native language. I was so happy. Like it was. It's a really. It's a really. It's a really easy show to relate for to relate to for for me, mm-hmm. um, and I think for everyone. I think. Right, I mean, right. like if you have a heart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or I mean, like like you said, they didn't have, they didn't feature a Filipino story, but you could see your parents. Yeah, in, in every, every single episode. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. It, it's definitely a great immigrant story. Um, great immigrant stories. Um, but then. The, but there's other things that we talked about. Um, like the Eternals. <laughs> the, the Eternals, which Kumal is in. Um, he kind of, he didn't give us like. He, he gave us some good stuff, but it's, I mean, basically this is Disney's probably their big, I mean, it's the biggest diverse cast yeah. Marvel that a Marvel film yeah, has had yeah. since like we were talking about they have people from all different places they have different like the first like the first uh, deaf super or like deaf yeah, superhero right. there's gender flip there's a queer superhero right, exactly. in there yeah uh, um of Kamal's character oh, we'll let Kamal talk about yeah it later, right but, but yeah. they definitely stepped up their game and I'm I'm looking forward to that um that one but yeah but yeah this is um our hundredth it. it it's kind we of should, wa- wild, right? About, like the beginnings. Like, do, what do you remember from the beginning, David? Our producer. <laughs> <laughs> I remember being at a party with you guys, and you guys. Like, I think I maybe said to one of you, like, I want to start doing podcasts, uh-huh. and you had separately had an idea to do New Hollywood yeah. as a podcast. What was it called originally? It wasn't called. Well, you New had Hollywood. your podcast. Yeah, that's I, sort of where the idea. Yeah, sort of uh, but yeah, when I before I got here to Deadline, I had a podcast called Off White. Uh, <laughs> and it was just uh it was you were like in your room right i was in my living room or actually my dining room yeah. and i would invite my actor friends and people of color and everyone and we would just sit there and talk for an hour so when i got hired on here they were like oh hey why don't you do that here so we were we kept on developing right. that and yeah. then we finally just recorded one with jessica your friend was it, oh yeah jessica that was our we, pilot that was, that was our unaired episode yeah, that was, maybe we should but, really <laughs> but our very first one wasn't it sinqua yeah, yeah. Cole yeah. Was, who I actually I had tacos with last night. Oh, we, we were ta- he brought you up too. He was like, "How's Dino? Where is Easy coming?" I was like, "No." <laughs> it's not like <laughs> he, he was like, "Can we do this again?" I was like, "I don't know, maybe." But it's, it's just kind of but, fun to see who we've had on yeah. and then like where they've gone. We had you know we had so much of the Crazy Rich Asians cast yeah, on Yeah, that was a good, that was a good the, one. And we had, we had Winston Duke and Leticia Wright before, from Black Panther. Yeah, before, yeah, yeah. All, first 10 episodes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Before any of all girls knew who she was. Yeah, and then we've <laughs> had Ava on, who who was amazing. Um, Victoria Mahoney, who, who yeah. was giving us like all the all the emotions and all the feels. Yeah, um, it, we've had, I am really happy with what we have done yeah, here. Yeah, me too. And uh, uh, what we have, what, the guests we've had. We have a good mix. 
Yeah. And it's, I, I just want to, to 100 more. Yeah, no, seriously. And I'm excited to, to about who we have coming, coming up. up. Yeah. And like, we have some different kind of format. We might be changing it up a yeah. little bit. So. Well, not every episode, but yeah, some yeah, of the yeah. things. But we'll we'll keep you all posted on that. But yeah. you know, I, I'm really excited, and I, I I mean, it is interesting to hear people like when we go to events and like, oh, you guys have your podcast, and yeah. it's weird to hear people say, oh, I listen to your no, podcast. Really. I went <laughs> to I went to an authentic like one of the the holiday party mm. for for authentic the management company or management mm. production company, mm. and I I met somebody. He was like, uh, he was with my friend, and he was like, oh yeah, you're Amanda from the podcast. I listened to it, and I was like, this is so cool. Yeah. Like, and he was a white guy too and I was like this is so cool. no it, it that really like it really stood out to me it was so cool that people were actually listening to it and it's like so. I, I, I just hope we're I mean it, it's fun to talk and share stories but also yeah. kind of I hope it does have some sort of impact and yeah. kind of enlightening people and creating empathy for other kinds of stories yeah. and different lifestyles um that's all co- coded language. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I agree. Yeah, yeah. It would be cool if some of the people who are mentioned as people you should like, you know, underrepresented voice. Yeah. In the we should, yeah. You know that we, because I know we talked about very early on having like a panel. Yeah. Of like five or six people at a live show. But that, we have to go sort through a hundred episodes. Yeah. To, yeah uh, no. we'll I mean, you could like be easy. Just like, exactly. Because there are so many people that I, I think that that's kind of one of my favorite parts is like, when other uh, our guests give shine to yeah, other marginalized no, voices, and yeah. it, 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 sometimes we even forget like who's on our show, and yeah. I'm like, oh, oh my god, <laughs> like I was writing this past week's uh, uh, with Zosha, mm-hmm. and I was like, all oh, writing it, and I was all, oh, she's in Cherish Today, created by Ava DuVernay, she was on the show, she's, <laughs> and then like all, oh, and then I mentioned uh, uh, Estella, and yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. oh, she was, was on the, the show, show she was in Brian Books with all this hot. Yeah. Yeah, she he was, was on, on the, the show, show too. So and I actually just saw him. Yeah. It's yeah, we've had a lot of people on here. Like we've actually had a, a lot, lot of, of people. good people. And we're like creating careers, guys. <laughs> we are changing the game. <laughs> well, we're hopefully. giving people jobs. I know I certainly sometimes you guys will email me saying like hey we've got this person coming up Mm. I'll be like oh I've never heard of this person Mm. they come on our show and and then two months later they're like you know they're doing it they just booked like the new next J.J. Abrams movie or something yeah and I I I, I always think I was like oh that is what we did (laughs) (laughs) it all us now it's all us like with Henry Golding. I mean, it's not, but it he wouldn't have gotten any of those oh jobs. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Him, and he's, in sna- he's the main he's, guy. He's in Snake Eyes, and he was also in Last Christmas. He's been the gentleman, and we created he his career. He is the gentleman. Okay, <laughs> yeah. So maybe you're right. Maybe we do make we we, we make things happen. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just we're responsible for <laughs> the gentleman. No, it's, it's, really, it's really talented people, and I'm glad that we were, we were able to do this and really identify them and ho- hopefully showcase them to. To the world, yeah, definitely. To the world, yeah. Anyway, so without further ado, here is and people, I mean, you guys know them already. But. <laughs> here is Kumail and Emily. Well, Emily and Kamal, welcome to Deadline's New Hollywood Podcast. Thank you for being here. Yes, Very on good. our 100th episode. <laughs> Yay. Can we add sound effects? Yes. <laughs> now let's get to business. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like, we like to just sort of talk, start from the beginning, talk about like the early days of your careers. Um, both of you guys have very interesting sort of pathways to, to hear. So you, you, you both obviously, you're known for your work in comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, but was that always sort of the plan for you, the direction for you? Or how did it, how did it 
that? How did you basically? How did everything basically come about? <laughs> I know that's uh, it's a little bit, but well, I started. I mean, I started as a therapist yeah. uh, for for many years. I was a practicing therapist, so I kind of wasn't planning on doing any of this. Mm-hmm. I <laughs> comedy was not the plan. Comedy was not. The plan. <laughs> I would just, uh, but I was like writing essays, and I uh, I would write essays for like magazines and stuff, mm-hmm. and I started kind of writing stuff as a therapist, like little columns and stuff, and then slowly. Uh, I just was booking stand-up comedy, mm-hmm. and so through oh. booking stand-up comedy, um, you, you're producing a show. That and was, producing yeah. a stand-up show, uh, comedians started putting me in their writers' rooms, which was really awesome. So Gerard Carmichael put me in my first uh, oh, writers' yeah. room for the Carmichael show, oh. and then, then you wrote for gone Crashing. too soon. By the yeah, way, by yeah. the way. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tough balancing act. That's mm-hmm. a tough show to keep yeah. on network. Mm. Uh, yeah, a great show. I had a, a great experience there. But yeah, so I just got lucky. I liked being around funny, and I liked. Mm. Uh, I like the, I like thinking and about you're funny. very funny yeah well, thank you for saying that. I have we have we asked this kind of silly question to like people that are in the comedy space but how did you know you were funny or when or, did you first learn or you both of funny? you even yeah, both yeah. Of you it's guys. a weird question yeah, right it's interesting too because it's like I think there's a lot of us that start out being bullied mm. and I think that's part of it that you kind of come up with a weapon to fight back and mm. the weapon is like I'm gonna make you laugh and then you're not thinking about beating me up or mm-hmm. washing the dye out of my hair or whatever mm-hmm. you were gonna do. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a conversation we have a lot because you <laughs> always paint yourself as being bullied, but we should also note that After you also were a bully. <laughs> oh, wait, hey, wait, okay. <laughs> and you're a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> professional bully. <laughs> Yeah. I, went, I, I graduated to bully after being bullied, mm-hmm. and I only bullied. Hey, oh, no. you know all what? the bullies been bullied. Yeah, yeah that's learned true. behavior. Oh. It's true, honestly. You, I mean, once you get to a certain, yeah, you turn it, turn around and have. There's a hierarchy. Yeah, I, and I did. I bully. I was bullied for being like a poser, uh, and, and like, and <laughs> oh, then God. when I like got, what kind of poser? Like I was a teenager when grunge was a thing. Oh, okay. okay, and so oh, yeah. uh, I was. We I were think all, everyone was bullied. right. <laughs> <laughs> Every so I got bullied for my friends and I got bullied for being like not knowing cool bands and like pretending and faking it and then we turned around and did that to kids younger than us because oh uh, yeah so that makes sense but the difference (laughs) is you knew the bands but the people you were bullying they didn't they didn't know they didn't deserve to be fans (laughs) of this music I'm a monster I don't don't, no that's okay whereas I was bullied by everyone I only bullied my brother. Oh. So, <laughs> with, I mean, bullying siblings is like a rite of passage. Right. It's, it's like yeah, yeah, but I was pretty bad. I oh, feel bad. He was, you were pretty bad. Wait, older or younger? Oh, he was And he younger. didn't realize yeah. it. For years, okay. he was like, I didn't bully anyone. And I was like, what do you call what you did to your little brother? Oh, okay. oh, yeah. Because like, you don't think bullying. about, like, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Because that's just, like, natural that. about yeah. bullying your little sister. Yeah, no, my little brother. Oh. I didn't. You, you didn't bully him? You, <laughs> you did not? No. Which I mean, I, well, I, we were all close in age. What so was the like, age difference? We're all So there's four of us. We're all a year apart, and he's two years younger than me. Wow. Oh, so, so like, that's pretty close. So, yeah, so, so we're okay. all sort of, like, did everything at the same time. Like, right. learned, like so, yeah, so we didn't really. Oh, you should yeah. start now, though. Yeah, no, really. No, seriously. I should. Yeah, I have an older sister, four years. Yeah. I don't know, our relationship was weird. I mean, <laughs> she bullied me, but she was also uh, is an immigrant family. It's Filipino, so yeah. she was a woman, a female, and firstborn. Mm-hmm. So she had it tough. And yeah, like, now true. she's like all, hey, you better thank me. You know, <laughs> For I taking it. Yeah, I broke, broke it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah, especially a Filipino military family. Mm. So wow. it was, yeah, yeah, yeah it was tough. very interesting. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but that's how you guys found your funny. That's cool, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah kind of. Well, I didn't. I was not like funny bullying my okay. brother. I was like. You were mean. I was, sh- yeah, how shitty bullying my brother. How did you find your brother. funny then? Yeah. 
It wasn't until college that I realized really? that was funny. I was pretty quiet before that, mm-hmm. you know. Really? That's well, the thing. He's a little more reserved than people realize, really I think. Yeah. 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 Yeah, people think I'm like like you're you're on. Finger all gun. The that's time. usually finger that's finger usually gun. how it is. You assume that like especially people who are like comfortable in front of the camera or do like like they're just this these these big balls of energy and like no. Do people often go up to you and be all do something funny? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is, yeah. Yeah. Which is like very no. like not fun. Or <laughs> say that to you? Do something funny? Well, if people don't they'll ask first of all, you know, people want to sometimes if people don't know me they'll be like what do you do and <laughs> come up with a different profession yeah because if yeah. you say comedian then it's like wow what's your material like can oh, you do gosh. a joke yeah. then it's a nightmare yeah like if you're in an uber or something you know oh, you just, you you just want to be a backstory like, yeah, so yeah. what do you usually say if an uber driver asks you, what do you do? <laughs> i don't even know I, I i really now there's a thing where it's like don't talk to me that's oh, option wait, oh my god wait on lyft really? or, uber or both I think it's, it's just on Uber. Is it? No, it's just on Lyft. Oh, that's oh, it's on Lyft. Yeah, don't yeah, talk to me. Oh yeah. my god. Oh, one not of them has a way, don't talk like, to me. I don't want. Yeah. I don't need yeah. conversation. I'm not rude, but I'm just. I'm like. Sometimes you just wanna. Yeah. Sometimes you just wanna get from point A to point B yeah. without someone asking you. I questions. like like the opening conversations, but after that, I'm like, okay. Sure. Don't like to we're done. <laughs> it's like all <laughs> for Dino. Yes. I got it too. I got into this one, and it was a guy, he had a bit of a high voice, and he was like, hey, how's it going? And I noticed that the music that was playing, very unprofessionally done, was the same voice singing. Oh, so And it's like, hey. And I, and I was like, just sitting there, and I was like, oh, my God. This is this guy's music. This is this guy's music. He turned it on specifically. And there were four different voices, so it would be like, hey, I'm singing. And then, like, him singing. Like, it was like. He was harmonizing with us? Yes, there were, like, four different voices filtered. And I was like, what's going to happen? And then he was like, so what do you think of that song? And I was like, pretty good. He's like, would you believe all those voices are me? And I was like. like an acapella? Hell yeah. No, no, no. He had done it on some, like, there was like a beat and stuff. Like a Casio keyboard situation. He was like, I tried to get my nephew to to make me a beat, and he didn't. So I just, like, learned it myself. Oh, shoot. Wait, like, how old would you say he was? Question. He could have been mid forties. Okay, you know. I recorded. Shoot my shot. <laughs> no, seriously, yeah, shoot your shot. Act. No, you, what is it? You miss every right. shot you don't take, or what's the saying? That's right. Yeah, absolutely. So, you yeah. land among the Ubers. Exactly. <laughs> no, but it is true about like when you go in an Uber, everyone's like, "What do you do?" Even like when I say, "Oh, I'm a journalist," that just opens a whole oh, can gosh, of worms. Yeah. Oh, especially <laughs> now. Yes. No, like I used to say, "Oh, I'm a therapist," and I don't even say that oh, anymore. Gosh. As a backstory, people just find a boring. Yeah. So I was like, I was like, oh, but what if I say accountant and then they're like, oh, ooh, numbers. Right. And you say account, you say accounting, because then that could be anything. that could be anything. But yeah. then you don't want to say that during like tax season. That's true. Because yeah. it's right. gonna be like, oh, okay. I got this much back. Do you know uh, why? Yeah. So you can't <laughs> say it for the next couple of months. Yeah, you can't say that. <laughs> so like, what's like zookeeper. a zookeeper? Zookeeper. Yeah. But that, that's, that's too interesting. interesting. Yeah, too interesting. <laughs> I don't know. That's like, a good. That's a good I'll question. I'll just say I'm unemployed. Yeah. <laughs> no, I will pay for this ride. Unemployed. That's it. I am unemployed. Yeah, like a, I'm unemployed. I'm or sorry. say I'm an Uber driver. Yeah. But then they'll, they'll relate. talk shop. <laughs> then there's like, yeah. It's impossible. <laughs> like how we're trying to find ways yeah. to speak well, to our I want to say I am friendly. But yeah. you know, in those cars, it's a long drive. So right. in LA and you just want to like do work or, zone out. or sleep. Zone yeah. Stare yeah. out the window. Yeah. 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 But then yeah. there's like, the, the, the I think the ones that are worse from the ones at the airport is like, you know, where are you going? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, well that's scary because if they pick you up your, at your house, it's yeah. like they, they know, know you're you leaving live, town. Yeah. 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 How long are you, 
you gone for? And, oh my god! Here's a little tip. Uh, Emily always does the, this. The <laughs> lady, lady tip. I, I always uh, put an address two houses down. That's oh a good idea. Oh, always. If you're in an apartment building, then you're that's fine. And then we'll go like if we're going to the airport, Emily will be like, "So when is Jared coming to Silver Right after his karate class, he'll be here. Put on a whole oh, I do a show. She I totally does. That's such a She's good like, idea. So, uh, yeah, Jared's yeah. coming. He's bringing all his <laughs> Wait, guns. Wait, who's Jared? She just makes it <laughs> up, obviously. <laughs> we do have a friend named Jared. But, but. <laughs> no, that's actually really smart. Um, but back to you. I just wanted. So, so you start. You, you started comedy in college. Uh, or just you, in senior year of college. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. So, but did you did you always want to be in entertainment though? No, not at okay. all. It wasn't until like towards the end of college when. I sort of realized I was funny. I'd been like so, so shy. Then I was slightly less shy in college. And my friends were like, oh, you're funny. And so they had this like comedy night at our college. And, and I watched it a couple of times. And I was like, okay, I'll give myself six months. I'll write something and I'll do it. Wow. So, so that was my senior year. I did stand-up comedy twice. And that was my first time doing it. And wasn't that, that first set like the best set you ever had in your life? To wow. This day. To this day. Really? Oh, yeah. you know, it's oh, like all wait, your... Is that when you guys... No, no, oh, no. Not that that I wasn't there. I just <laughs> heard a lot about no, it. No, this was... We met years later. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd had many more bad sets <laughs> by the time Emily and I met. Um, some good ones. Um, yeah, it was just, you know, it's packed with your friends and everyone's excited. And so, yeah, it was... It and was people great. were laughing. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, I mean, the bar is very low. It's yeah. college. Everybody else is doing it for the first time. And, you know, I just had seen so much stand-up and I was so, like, serious about it immediately that I'd really put a lot of work into it, my wow. first set and my second set. Wow. Aww. I can't imagine um, ever yeah, saying that. I That's like what probably like my yeah. biggest fear is. is like being on stage? Doing, yeah, being on like stage. Doing stand-up? Do, or doing stand-up. That is, yeah, that's probably one of my biggest fears. But, yeah. Yeah. It's, I know, <laughs> honestly, a lot of people say I try it. Um, maybe one day, honestly, but not anytime soon. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> you, you, unless you really feel the urge Right, I think it, so, yeah. You don't do it. Yeah, no. Unless it's like, like you can't not do it. Right. That's the thing. I would do it just to conquer the fear, but I there's no urge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's that's no urge hard reason to do it too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like I did improv class because just because I, I made me more comfortable with talking mm, yeah. and doing interviews that's a good and, idea and too. things like that. But I thought I was horrible. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good idea too. Um. So how did you guys, obviously being people of color and being women in this industry is very hard <laughs> to say yeah. to, to, to put it simple how did you guys sort of navigate especially early on how did you guys sort of navigate the frustration that comes with <laughs> not having a lot of people i think having each other helped i think okay. uh we if something we tried hard that if something if we were together if something was racist i would take it on if something was sexist you would take it on because mm. it's oh that's a good allyship mm-hmm. kind of yeah thing. because then it's you know, when you're advocating for yourself, sometimes you end up, people are like, oh, this one's doing this again, beating that drum again. But right, if you're exactly. advocating for someone else, right. somehow it feels. But I think it's just, uh, I mean, it's, it can be tough sometimes. Like mm-hmm. you you kind of have to, I think as a woman, I, you kind of have to end up speaking much louder, repeating things you've said a billion times. Right. Let it, if someone takes credit, not you, but mm-hmm. someone will take credit next to you for the thing that you have just said several mm-hmm. times that yeah. no one heard. Um, being ta- All that stuff. I think it's, uh, it's unfortunately just perseverance and like I always find sarcasm helps too mm-hmm. when it's like oh wow that's so funny you didn't even let me finish like <laughs> just doing like a, a thing of like oh wow you sound super old like <laughs> yeah uh, just kind of doing it in like a playful way yeah. that is still like to me it's like I'm still letting you know like right. this is not a boundary I would like you to cross right but it's 
It's not easy. And I noticed more of the sexism than I had noticed because we worked together mm-hmm. a whole bunch. And so we would have these meetings. And I, I'll say it was, my, you know, my privilege as a guy was not really having to deal with like being the object of sexism. Mm-hmm. And so we would have these meetings and afterwards Emily would be like, did you notice when this happened, this happened, this happened? And so then I started seeing and I started seeing the patterns and, and, and I became so much more aware of how hard, how much harder it is for women in like really, in, in so many ways, like with people who wouldn't even, who are generally oh, very yeah. liberal <laughs> and woke and feminist and all that, but just the way that women are just consistently discounted. Right. Uh, it's, it's very, very pervasive. It's everywhere. There's also just a very basic thing of like, there are a lot of guys that are filmmakers that we're friends with that I'm friends with, but they don't ever, they don't have my phone number. They don't want my phone number. They text Kumail. Mm-hmm. Even if it's about something for the two of us, they'll text Kumail because mm. that they're like, oh, I, it probably wouldn't be appropriate for me to have your phone number. And I'm kind of like, why what? is that inappropriate? <laughs> yeah. like, I'm not trying to sleep with you. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, exactly. Why? So it's interesting that it's stuff like that, that people, it's men doing their best to kind of like, oh, it, maybe it wouldn't be appropriate, but it's like, you're handicapping me by telling me that it's not appropriate right. to like be f- friends with me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's still so much work to be done cuz yeah. I like what you what you're saying like like I I definitely had that same experience. Like it's just it's like I, I, I'm, I'm like my thing is like, I know the intentions are, are good. Absolutely, but mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. You, I, I don't know. It, there's a lot of work that needs to be done uh, this well. in this industry. Like, have you noticed racism <laughs> specifically? I I feel like we talk about it some, but have you like I feel like some of your early auditions and things were. Well, yeah, I think it's I think we've made at least some more strides in racism than sexism. Mm-hmm. A lot of work to do everywhere, but I mean, I think. Well, the no. combo has not been so great, but... Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The combo No, and by that, I just mean from my experience, I've seen the scripts the way they used to be and the characters I used to audition for versus the characters that I get to play now yeah. in, like, 10 years has changed so much. Um, but again, obviously, there's a lot, lot more work to do, and I just have people making sort of jokes to me. Not as much anymore, but it actually happened recently. I'll tell you about it off mm-hmm. my. <laughs> mm-hmm. Tell us. Well, they'll make a joke like a racist joke, and I think they're trying to relate to me or right, something. Like right. they don't know much about me; they just know I'm a brown guy. Yeah. So then they'll say something because they think that that's. It's like making a tall joke or something, uh-huh. and it was from someone who was definitely not like uh, someone yeah. you would think as as being like like that person. But then mm-hmm. there, I imagine there's, because I've talked to friends about it, that exhaustion of like, am I, is, do I need to stop and explain to you? Yeah. Why yeah. This is, no. It's it, like, it's, well, you pick your battles, right? It's that, but I mean, there's so many battles, you know? Yeah. Wait, yeah. so what were some so of the roles, like your, what were some of the things that you were getting sent to you or some of the roles that you are getting early on? I mean, you know, the like standard things you would think like terrorist or cab driver Jeez. or mm-hmm. like working at 7-Eleven. I mean, so many of those mm-hmm. over and over and over. And then the progression was tech guy. Mm-hmm. The guy that's in the mm-hmm. lab that doesn't go on adventures, mm-hmm. but like mm-hmm. is on the phone the whole time. Yeah, but I saw. Bloom, no. Oh, like the man in the chair kind of yeah, thing yeah, yeah man in the chair yes yeah, so the man in the chair kind of thing I, and I saw it slowly change but really you know I think I think the single biggest at least as a brown guy the single biggest sort of breakthrough was Cal Penn mm. playing like a stoner mm-hmm. slacker, slacker yeah. in White Castle like mm. that wasn't something that we had seen we had seen us being like nerds it's like if you're like sort of can be intimidating you play a terrorist 
If you're not, if you're like me, you play a nerd. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he had played a character who could have been really anybody. Right. You know, he was yeah. very specific, and he was sort of a slacker, like Both stoner. Of yeah. Yeah. Both, Both of them. Both of them. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both of them. Yeah. I mean, yeah, John. John's done so mm -hmm. much work too. That's been that's really like broken the mold. So I right. think those guys are the ones who really were the first ones, at least for my generation, for like yeah. my like you know the, the work that we're getting to do now. Those were the guys, I think, who really sort of broke down some barriers, even though they may not understand it, realize right. it, right. Or, or take credit for it. But I'd never seen a brown character in a Hollywood movie mm. who yeah. was like... Man, uh, a lot of people don't realize how Harold and Kumar was groundbreaking. It was like two male leads, yeah. two male Asian leads. Yep. One South Asian, one East Asian. Yeah. And they were just stoners. Yeah. They, they do mention their, their culture in it, but it's not like... It's not a no. Yeah, right. It's not, and it really is just them trying to go get white cats. Right? <laughs> I think I feel like sometimes with movies where the the leads are like people of color, there's so much pressure to have it be important and, right. and talk about like and like big stuff, you yeah. know, the struggle and the big stuff. And obviously, those things are very valid. But I think the big victory will be when we don't feel that pressure exactly. anymore. Well, it's like I, I, I mentioned this, you know, your movie Stuber with you and Dave Bautista. Right. Two Asian well, leads. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Well, a lot of people don't realize that, that he's Filipino. That's Filipino. Yes. Yeah, like, he's a. I tweeted once and he retweeted me. I was like, yay! Yeah. He's like a Filipino brother. He's, he's, <laughs> the, he's the best, man. Yeah. I love yeah. him. I love Dave. Um, so, you guys teamed together for Big Sick. I mean, I remember watching that and it's a very personal story for you guys. I, I watched that at when it premiered at Sundance. Oh. Mm -hmm. uh, bald. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, mm -hmm. I'll never find love. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's how I that's was. How I was you, like, that's how you interpret it. That's how like, I never interpret every love story. <laughs> every love story. I'm just I, like, got oh, that. Okay. I can respect it. I, I used to be like that too. Okay, I don't yeah, like yeah. rom-coms. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'll never find it. It's okay. Um, you know, but you know, it's it's a very personal story. Now with Little America, you're sharing other people's personal stories. Um, and you know, it's based on immigrant stories from Epic Magazine. Um, but when did you realize you wanted to, you know, make this into a series? Like, was there a certain story that well, kind of uh, rang true with you? Yeah. So when they first approached us, uh, our friend Lee Eisenberg, who's, mm -hmm. who's one of the creators with us, he approached us and said, so we have these stories and we want to do a TV. This was right after Big Sig had come okay, out. Okay. And so people have been contacting us to yeah. attach I've, ourselves to shows and, and, and movies and things like that. This is the only thing that we do. And this is the only <laughs> thing to this day that oh, we've wow. decided to like attach ourselves to because he said it's an anthology show based on true stories of immigrants, and it was like the easiest, most exciting yeah. pitch you'd yeah. ever it's like, I love an idea where you're like, yeah, that should already exist. Why yeah. don't we have that? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we it just, excited. it was like immediately, I remember where we were at dinner and he told us, and we'd had a lot of these dinners, you know, but we were like, wow. And he told us some of the stories and they were just so specific and they didn't seem to have mm -hmm. that burden that these, that these stories mm -hmm. sometimes have of uh, trying to be, you know, Important. Self-consciously yeah, important right, right, right. Or, or represent a big group. Like, you know, the, the, there's a story where it's just a guy from Iran who's trying to get rid of a rock so he can build a house, you oh, know? Yeah. And so, yeah. yeah. Or, or, or uh, Marisol, where she just is, like, a really good squash player. Mm -hmm. So we, And we were kind of excited at the fact that with because we were getting offered, like, we, I would hope the show would have been made without us kind of mm -hmm. being involved, but it was kind of exciting to be able to usher these stories in and kind of usher in the storytellers of these stories uh, and usher in kind of, it was just an exciting thing to be able to be part of making something and be part of mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. part of the reason it was able to exist. That yeah, just kind of to be able to create part. a space where people could then tell their stories um, in a way that we hadn't seen yeah. Yeah. told before. You know? I mean, like, I can't remember, like, the, my timing is off, but was was the, the idea bought to you during, was, was, was he president already? He was. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I knew he was going. Like, yeah, he, his inauguration was the day that you watched the big sec at Sundance. Oh, it was. He was inaugurated so the day okay, of our premiere. Was that, what, that was the Sundance with the Women's March, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, yeah, that was, was really snowing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. snowing so yeah. hard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was yeah. a weird day. That's oh, right. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It was, we were, you our premiere was January 20th or whatever, but it was the exact day. Yeah, of, it was January. Yeah. yeah, and it's like because because uh, his you guys well, he's a re- history together. That's <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, oh yeah, you guys, you guys shared history. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> we have photos of 20. the premiere. <laughs> yeah. and Doctor terribly in the back. No, it's like, but he hadn't gone. Re- well, he we wrote, didn't know. We yeah, we didn't, we didn't we know. He didn't dig we, into I as much as immigrants. But yet. we knew yeah. that well, it was going to be real. We didn't see the like. We didn't. We didn't know how far how deep it would go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt like people did. I mean, everybody was I'm devastated. Is, literally, there was no. We didn't have the evidence in our hands right, of like exactly. stuff he'd done. Like he was, hadn't said anything. Exactly. Well, hey, yeah. he, yeah. Did he say the the stuff about rapists about Mexicans? Yeah, yeah, that was that was already done. Yeah, he had done a he got a lot done by that. Yeah, 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 yeah. No matter what, that's right. <laughs> I'm, I'm just figuring out how far. He, yeah, yeah he, what, it was very very bad. Okay, it was. I mean, okay, good. At Sundance, it's what people were talking about. I remember. It's interesting. I think, and when Lee brought it to us, we weren't. We didn't immediately be like, oh, this'll, this this is going to be stick it like, to him. This will be yeah. like it wasn't a thing of that. It was just like how cool to be able to tell stories like this and have it, and have different kinds of feelings to the stories and not have them all be like, oh, everything is awful now. Which mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. yeah, but there's also still joy and there's still cookies and there's yeah. still fun and there's still yeah. love and there's still heartbreak. And yeah, I was we about kind to of, order cookies. We should have put some in. We have. Oh, we should have. We have our cookies. Yeah. For our hundredth episode. What is wrong with you? <laughs> That's guys? okay. Uh, they're delicious. Yeah, I, yeah. I, wanna, I was gonna. I was like, does, do they? They ship. They right? do ship. Okay. Yeah, yeah, ship. yeah. I think worldwide definitely. Kizito. Her name Kizito. is Kizito. Okay, yeah. K-I-Z-I-T-O. Oh my god. Yeah. Still in Kentucky. And I'm a big cookie person. I just eat a lot in general. <laughs> he <anyway>. did. <laughs> and they are big cookies. I know. Yeah. If, they, if they are like on the on the screen, right? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, they're big cookies. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We got a bunch at home. <laughs> Um, so I have to say, episode three was my favorite um, for very biased reasons. <laughs> um, Why? But, <laughs> but I loved. I'm, I'm Nigerian. I'm Igbo, and they were speaking Igbo, and that, and it literally like made my heart smile. Um, yeah, it was, and it was like so authentic. Like I didn't have to read the subtitles. I was like, oh, that's, this amazing. Is so, that's amazing. <laughs> so you speak Igbo? You speak, no, so I can understand, and my parents uh-huh. speak it. I can understand it. I can understand like certain words and I can sort of put sentences together yeah. because of certain words. Like if it gets like super conversational, then I'm lost. You're, you're right. out. Yeah. You're like, I'm leaving the room. <laughs> then I need the subtitles. Um, but yeah, no, it was, it was, and it, I was just thinking like the, the, the episode, it wasn't, it was, it wasn't like a high concept, like, no. but it was so powerful and I felt mm. so like, I don't know. It just, it did something to me watching it. Um, and he came to our life. And he came, yeah, confidence. Came, I actually had, I know, I know him. I know he him came, and Josh, yeah. yeah. He, came with, he came to one of our uh, He our, came to our, our deadline live, event. Uh, um, podcast recording. Oh, yeah. Josh, too. Yeah. He is yeah. one of the most charismatic yeah. human beings. Yeah, yeah, I, I love his Instagram. I don't know if you guys follow oh, his Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Speculation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's many speculations. Yeah. That, 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> speculation. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, I mean, like I said, this it was something that it was so relatable. Like I, the, I knew the mom, I knew the brother, I knew like I knew I knew confidence or his character. I knew everybody in that. Um, but for you guys, obviously, it's a huge response. These are real life stories, and it's yeah. like a huge yeah. responsibility um, telling these stories. But for, were, were they involved? The people that you were were they like super It depended involved? on okay. the person, and so we, and how much they wanted to be involved. Yeah, okay. uh, and they if they wanted to, they could kind of. Some people visited set. Some people kind of were around. We definitely checked in with them. Uh, and I say we, I mean our team right, checked right. in with them regularly okay. to be like, does this feel right? Does this feel right? Um, and then some of them were like, "Here's my info," and then kind of yeah. go, and we don't want it. Some came to the premiere, right? Yeah, like it was kind of ran. Iwe's daughter mm -hmm. visited set, okay, and she okay. was very moved because she said that she now got to see the stories that you've been hearing oh, yeah. from. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a weird thing because we are fictionalizing them. Mm -hmm. We're not. It's not a docu series. We're not like. Right. Exactly. But it seems so it, true. Right. That's it the is thing. true. I mean, well, that's yeah. the challenge, right? You want to keep that truth, truthiness in there. Like that's what the challenge was with our movie. Yeah. And what we learned was how do you take something, fictionalize it, but keep this important stuff that's true. Keep it emotionally, emotionally specific. Yeah. 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 And so that's what that's. It was very similar with with Little America. Mm -hmm. Um, and whenever we would get stuck, we could just call the the real people, the yeah. subjects, and okay. be like, well, "How did it feel doing this?" Because like there was a big part where he sort of, you know, he takes on the persona of a cowboy. He becomes a cowboy, <laughs> and he and we were like, "So then that that's when you like felt like you were accepted." And he was like, "No, right. not much changed. Right. It was yeah, just yeah, yeah. how Inside, I saw myself." Yeah. You saw you saw, yeah. the, you the, saw the, in the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he walks in, and you think it's going to be this big reaction. People just doing like the double take, exactly. the 80s movie double yeah, take. Yeah, yeah. They don't. <laughs> 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 They're just like, no. oh, okay. They're like, yeah. oh, he's dressed differently. Okay. But that's yeah. such all that stuff really allowed the the show to have like sort of a, almost subversive because mm -hmm. there's certain rhythms you expect from from TV episodes and we didn't have those because because reality doesn't have right. Them. Reality <laughs> doesn't always exactly. have those. And yeah. I think there was Epic Magazine uh, is they just are truly phenomenal interviewers and kind of researchers and they are with everything they do and they're really, really good. I say this as a therapist, complete <laughs> hats off to them of like being able to ask people questions that are both like, they get at the information respectfully, but also probing. Like it's a very, it's a delicate thing to do and just reading through transcripts and like all, it's been fascinating how good they are at their jobs. Mm. Um, and so hats off to them. Cause I don't think we could have if it was just us calling and interviewing people, we probably would have not done a great job, <laughs> in my opinion. Yeah. We're not professionals. I would have just trying to get them to like, move, like, set a goal and then achieve it. I would yeah. have been doing therapy with them. Nobody would. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody would. Yeah. Um, and then I just, I just love how the, the the episodes like they focus so much on this this person's story. And it's like a lot of times when you when you see stories of immigrants or people of color, there's a lot of racism, and you see like that sort of you know. Like very toxic. Yeah, like, very toxic. But yeah. you guys sort of steer clear from. I mean, like it's like it's not it's not like in our faces, like ra you know racism right. or anything mm -hmm. like that. And that that was something I thought was very interesting. Well, that was again a very that was a decision we made in the first season, you know, where we wanted to because we had seen so many stories again where I, we we talked about this. We felt like if you're talking about uh, immigration issues. Mm -hmm you're sort of, in a way, taking the focus away from the people and putting it on America, right? right? You're putting system. it on a system, yeah. and, and we really wanted to focus on the people and their experience. Now, mm -hmm. certainly racism is obviously a big problem in America. Mm -hmm. um, and next season, we're actually sort of expanding the types of stories we want to tell. Okay. So we want to, we're really doing some 
a couple of experimental episodes, but, but we're I also. But I don't think we're ever going to be the type of show that it's like is reveling in like how hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and how miserable. Emily, you said this thing. You said I f- we we felt like it, some people feel like immigrant stories need to have hardship to deserve to be told. They don't. Oh. Yeah. yeah, they don't. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's like... I think that yeah. used to be the idea. And I, yeah. people thought that that would be interesting, seeing people's pain. And I mean, that's still we still see, like, people... Yeah. P- people's pain is what people... And that's valid, too. Right, yeah, right, completely. good. But, you know, it doesn't have to be that. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. And it can still be interesting. Like, like It's like also, you don't have were. to be exceptional to deserve to have your story told. Right. Like, you don't have to be the most famous, whatever. Like, and, and so we're kind of exploring that, too. Like, this almost Harold and Kumar-esque idea of, mm-hmm. like, you can be a slacker and you still deserve to have your story told. Mm-hmm. Like, you uh, don't yeah. have to be... You don't have to deserve, earn your way to be here. You right. don't have to be, go through pain to deserve to be here. It's like, you just deserve to be here. Right, yeah. Because exactly. you exist. I mean, there, there were moments in the episode, I'll admit, like, I'm just waiting for, you know, because a lot of takes place in, like, Midwest, mm-hmm. or, you know, and you're just waiting. You're like, oh, my God, something's going to happen. They're going to call them the yeah. N-word. They're going to do this, X, Y, Z. But none of it really, the last episode was a little, you know, that, that one was, Tough mm-hmm. for me, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. that one, but it ends so nicely, and love the fact that that one guy is obsessed with Kelly Clarkson because I am too. <laughs> is that true? Is that do you? That I think we. I don't think that's true. Zane is the character's name, and Adam is the guy who portrays him, and he is do, do uh, such a great character. Was obsessed with Kelly Clarkson? I don't remember. I I hope you actually so. Don't know. It's and also, I want to give you props for that reenactment of that scene. Still <laughs> <Magnolia. laughs> I think I cried the first time I saw that. No, I was was saying, like, every time I watched it, I was waiting for something bad to happen. Isn't that crazy? That's the expectation, right? That's ingrained in us. But, like, and I think I ended up crying in a lot of the episodes just because it didn't happen, and you're just like, oh, "Oh, my God, I'm happy. And then I start crying because... Even I know David's looking. That's at me a really lovely I'm, thing to say. Thank I, you. I have a dark he, he soul. Cry, he cries a lot. Though. I well, cry a lot though. Good. I do too. Yeah. I do too. Yeah. He's like Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a petty ass bitch, but then I'll cry. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I cried at something the other. I was watching something. The random. farewell. Well, the farewell. Oh, I yeah. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's because I mean, my grandmother oh, yeah, died. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. But I, I was watching something last night and I started crying. I was like, why? It was like a commercial. So you can't even tell why you're crying. Now that all that said, the first episode is about a family getting deported yeah you know? so yeah. there is like kind we don't l- episode, right. yeah we don't really like draw attention to like the immigration policy specifically but we do show a family that's rip- ripped and apart yeah. by it's done well too and yeah, i'm not just saying that because you guys are here yeah. <laughs> i think honestly it's just because like we know these types of stories yeah. and it was just and it was so there was something there was just so authentic there's such an authenticity to this and it was just like like you, you you expect this boy who's like you know in the spelling bee, then he yes. gets to meet the pre- he gets to meet like oh his problems are going to be solved and it's like nothing absolutely happened. not nothing happened. what's she gonna do yeah, yeah exactly what is she gonna do exactly. well yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I won't say anything no but it's like also I like no because I'm Filipino but obviously there was no you know Filipino narrative hopefully second season <laughs> season no, two work on it uh, no no <laughs> no but I see my parents and all those people oh, definitely. like every yeah. single story especially the cruise. One. It's like, oh my <laughs> god! A lot of people that, have said that about that episode. That cruise one was just like heartbreaking and loving, and like how you treat your parents, you know? Yeah. Especially your immigrant parents who are just like yeah. trying to chase that. And train. the fact yeah. that it was written and directed.
directed by yes, the, kid the, the kid from the perspective yes. of his mom's experience is so beautiful. I think that was an enlightening experience for him as well. I think so. That I was mean, probably very therapeutic for him. Yeah. I think everyone should do yeah. it. Everybody yeah. should have to write something. Because we idea. had to do that for the big sick too. Write scenes from the perspective of your parents and you're suddenly oh like, my God. You, oh no. Really, that's a really good I'm idea. a horrible yeah. person. <laughs> I really, yeah. I got their point of view for the first time while we were writing the big sick. I don't know if we were um, right or wrong, but hey, we got <laughs> something. <laughs> I don't know we if we were right about or it. wrong. We thought about it. That's yeah. right. I mean, like, you know, going to authentic storytelling. So we're in this time. Diversity and inclusion is thrown around so much to the point, like, I'll be honest, sometimes I'm like, oh, again. Yeah. But not, oh, like, I just want to see some white people. <laughs> <laughs> when are we going to, when are white uh, men going to get their chance? Yeah, where are the straight whites at? <laughs> no, it's like, it's like, in terms of, like, people doing it out of the wrong, you know, out sure. of the wrong place. Mm -hmm. And, you know, even, it's, it's, diversity is very much on top of mind in Hollywood. And, even within our communities, when we tell our stories, I think it's most of the time, it's like in, even in Asian communities, we'll be the first one to be out. That's wrong. That's wrong. That's wrong. Mm -hmm. Like there's there's a constant policing, right? And when something it, they claim is inauthentic, um, mm -hmm. how do, did you guys approach these stories, or just the storytelling in general, to kind of maintain some sort of authenticity and I know you can't please everyone but how yeah. do you mm -hmm. try to please everyone? Yeah, and how do you deal with that? <laughs> well, we, you know, we were with the first season we made sure that the people who were writing or directing had like a connection to the the characters mm. or the the areas they were from and stuff, you know. Uh -huh. So so that was how we made sure that uh, everything that, felt authentic. I, yeah. I mean, I feel like we're all just kind of creating things to to like Embiggen this pile is what I was, what a terrible em phrase. Embiggen the pile <laughs> because I feel like if there aren't if there are so few coming through a pipeline then everybody it everybody just wants mm -hmm. to judge right. the shit out of exactly. them. Yeah. Exactly. Never even asked if I could curse. Yeah, no, no, cursing. Fuck Embiggen. Don't know where that phrase came from, but we just want to add to the pile so that there's more opportunities for people to see themselves That's and it's like big. maybe if it's not this one it'll be the next one because white people are not looking at every movie that comes out and it's like oh that doesn't feel like that me. doesn't feel <laughs> that doesn't feel like my family because right. we have so many examples yeah. Yeah. we don't have to worry about that and I that's the future we kind of want to see is that it doesn't have to be an issue maybe this one won't but maybe the next one yeah. will because there are more than two. Right, right. Yeah. For Lord's uh -huh, sake. Uh -huh. That would be lovely. But it is, I mean, it's an issue. And we, we do our best to kind of just listen and, and learn where we can and kind of keep making things doing the best we can mm -hmm. yeah. and with mm -hmm. people that are that are like that are doing the best they can like that's all we can do right. um yeah it's something we think about for sure yeah, yeah it's something we think about a lot it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it is it is tricky you know if i'm if i'm writing a movie and there's a character in it who's very different from me from a different you know different different gender from a different part of the world you want to do a good job mm -hmm. representing them because to say that mm -hmm. well i'm not that person, I, I don't fit that person's description, so I shouldn't write about them, just then limits the number or the type of people exactly. you can have in your story. Yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. Um, so you got, obviously you guys, you talked about season two a little bit. Um, is there anything else you can share with us? Um, have you even started? Have you started? Oh, yeah. you did, yeah. okay. The writer's room is going. We, <laughs> we're figuring out, we're picking stories. Okay. I think there are four that were, we're locked pretty in. locked in. Mm -hmm. And then there's some very exciting, some things that I like got chills kind of while we were talking talking about mm. uh we're trying to figure out ways we can play with the format play with time 
play with uh, what you think of as an immigrant, what you think of as like what mm -hmm. we're trying to play with a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. We'll see. Yeah, we yeah. really are. There, there are some uh, pretty experimental, exciting stories yeah. that we want to tell. And we tell. have a more specific uh, writer's room this season as mm -hmm. well, which I think uh, filled with some amazing human beings. So yeah, yeah. So we're we're kind of playing with some things. Okay. Yeah, and then and again, what we want to do this time is expand the types of stories we can tell. Okay. So we want to do some that are. I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I just touched your chair. <laughs> um, I, I just t tell the so somewhere the stakes are very low for mm -hmm. you know high for the characters, right. but but then the, do some more sort of serious life mm -hmm. and death st type stories too. We just want to expand what it is. Because the hard thing is, you know, we, we did the first season. We didn't know what the Nobody show was going to be. Yeah. We were just sort of making it. And we we had no idea what it was going to be. And now that it's done, I feel like there's pressure on season two, mm -hmm. especially with anthologies. You don't want to just repeat what yeah. you yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, want to yeah. try and we have an opportunity to really, you know, try and do something right. different. So, yeah. and uh, there's so many. I mean, there's so many stories. We're never so gonna many. run out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Just, we're never gonna run out. Go on for like <laughs> forever, forever. It's Certainly, like a Simpsons level. Time, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> start doing Treehouse of Horror. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'd love to see a horror movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Little America Treehouse of Horror would be great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have there been any memorable responses? Like, what are some of the memorable? More than anything that I've been involved with, at least, I feel like it's been a very global response. Mm -hmm. I'll see people talking about the show in different languages. People mm -hmm. from all over the world oh, will reach so. out yeah. to me yeah. and say they like the show, and they'd be like, "Hey, are you going to do a Sri Lankan episode next?" You know, mm -hmm. everyone wants to be represented. Yes, episode. look at yeah. what y'all do. But it's also <laughs> yeah. what you were saying, yeah. which is that people were like, even though this person is not where I'm from, I really like saw I their really story, yeah, my exactly. story, or my parents' story in, in their story you know that kind of stuff so so that's been the 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 most heartening thing is mm -hmm. seeing just how global it's been because i thought it's immigrants to america so it's mostly going to be an american audience Ooh. but really it's been a very very international audience especially mm -hmm. with apple tv plus because yeah. it's sort of available everywhere right, at right. the same time I have, and i have two things one was the premiere where a lot of the actors got to meet each other and they obviously they've never met because they mm -hmm. weren't in the same episodes mm -hmm. And seeing them like taking photos together and like it was like the MCU. Our little MCU and confidants, like everybody. Mm -hmm. It was that was really really lovely to kind of behold. And I was like taking photos of them taking photos together because that's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> and then like you know, I there are cousins of mine that are like kind of country North Carolina cousins who were like, I just love that show so much. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and just the idea, they've never watched hardly anything I've done. Like, <laughs> they go to see your movies. <laughs> they do. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> I just like that, I, I like thinking about them watching the show and kind of and relating to it and crying because I think that that's kind of uh, yeah. That's something that they don't get in their day-to-day -day lives, perhaps. So that's kind of cool. Right. Oh, yeah. Wow. So will there be like a, a Little America like Endgame, like everyone gets <laughs> together in one? I <laughs> hope so. <laughs> Fun idea. Season <laughs> ten. Yes. Season ten. It yeah. all leads Everybody to this. Back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and for some reason, Thanos is there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah he's there. I mean, he's he's an immigrant. Yeah, he is an immigrant. <laughs> he is. That is true, and he's a person of color. He's <laughs> <laughs> a person of color. <laughs> he is purple, I believe. I guess. He fits. I guess. He oh, fits the profile. That's a great idea. <laughs> no, seriously. The LACU, the LACU. Yeah, the LACU. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so, like, kind of shifting gears. I mean, I remember when I first moved here, and I, I always listen to the Meltdown podcast and everything like that, and. Uh, 
And I went to one show because I I only went to one show when I moved when I moved here five years ago. But I was just like, oh, it, it, do you see that coming back? I mean, the meltdown. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I, I love. Short answer, no. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> We've talked about doing a reunion show. I mean, it was a lovely show for six years. Yeah, like we still, it. you know, we hung out with Jonah, who's the co-host <clears> of the show, <throat> like two nights ago. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, we might. We might at some like point. Like special edition. It'd be nice. Special edition. I don't think we'll do a weekly show again. Yeah. It's, yeah. So it's so work. much work. It was so much work for oh Emily because Jonah and I would just show up, go on stage, goof around, and that'd be and it. And you booked it all and everything? I booked she it She booked week. it all. She produced it. I she made, made sure, sure there was an audience was there. She made the sure there were like good and everything was people working. working. I mean, I settled fights. I did. <laughs> wow. I woke people up with cars. I mean, Emily like built up that room from like just a room with no sound system. Like she was like, take the money that we would make and put it back in the oh, room. Wow. So it was yeah. like getting on the soundboard. I for about a year and a half, but I, and then we did our show there for six years. Mm. So I kind of was there at the beginning of it. Uh, it's so much work. Mm. Mm. Well, you know what? There's Quibi. You <laughs> <some> <laughs> And the weird thing about Melka uh, doing a live show is you put all this work into it, you do it, and then an hour and a half later, it's, it's gone done. forever. Yeah, it's absolutely yeah. Yeah. But it, yeah. it gave me all of like all of the relationships I have yeah. in the business. Like all that, all of the writers' room jobs I've gotten have been comedians that thought I was funny, mm-hmm. just hanging out, and were like, "Let's see, come on and hang out." Very like cool. it's like Gerard giving me my first. I mean, there was no reason for him to meet for him to put me in a room. And right, I, yeah. But we're both from the same town in North Carolina. Okay. <laughs> so there was one reason. Well, and, and, and it's like, that's yeah. where I, like, you know, he wanted, it's a North Carolina kind of show. And yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah so I was kind of there for North Carolina reasons too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, no, I think, I, I, I think what, it was just good for me because it's like an interesting, because like, I would know some comedians that would be on it. It would introduce me to more. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, we yeah. had like great lineups. Emily, like really, we had people on who are now, who have now gotten very successful, yeah. who mm-hmm. you sort of. And some who are not. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're the still on their way. The they're one I went to because I had yeah. to work nights before and I could never go, or like I, I would always be working. Is like Amy Schumer showed up. That, oh yeah. yeah was it the night, night the bathrooms were out? Yes. This is part of what my job was. Right before the show starts, they come up. Someone comes up to me for, that works in the store and says, uh, "One of our toilets is out. We have two. And I was like, "That sucks." And then twenty minutes later, the, the other one, the other one, one is oh out. So and I had to bit. go up on stage and be like. You guys can leave and you'll get your money back. And I'm so so sorry. You can go to this place two doors down. We're so so sorry. If anybody and nobody left. Had we run yeah. it by the uh, place two doors down? The door I did. I ran. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, see you again. You didn't have to do anything. I ran. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but no, you remember yeah, you all of it. And we knew Amy was coming, yeah. but she wasn't on the bill, so we had to be like, you might want to stick around, because yeah. she was like at the height of her. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Telling people they can leave. It all comes and then full she's circle. Coming. Yeah, seriously. Oh. Yeah. There was one time we didn't have power, and we still did the show we without the electricity. Oh. Oh. We did a with like flashlights and shit. And people and just people, project. People, people stayed. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody yeah. stayed. It actually ended up being a great show. It was one of our best shows. That's amazing. And Kumail, you have a movie coming out, and I know people will talk about this about this for, to you all the time but can you tell us all about the eternal yeah the whole movie actually you know what I am a comic book person, but I n- was never familiar with the return. Yeah, they were not. They were the, 70s. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I knew nothing about it. I mean, I know, <laughs> I, and I actually saw the footage at Brazil Comic Con. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
You were d you were uh, 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 serving some Bollywood realness. In one <laughs> <scene>. <laughs> correct. That's correct. You said that because right. like what they showed us there. Because I I honestly didn't expect them to show much, but they showed a pretty. And much we a were lot. we yeah. were that's all from the first half of shooting because really? we were shooting when they showed that. You know, mm. we were like in the middle of shooting. I remember so you harassing Nate Moore at a party, being like, "What all did you guys show?" <laughs> right, because we were we had a party that night that yeah, we were like, all like, hanging out at, and uh, just then they showed it in Brazil. Brazil yeah. So we were like looking on Twitter to see what the reaction was and stuff. Um, oh, I threw a story up really quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean there was like a lot more really really cool stuff that we shot right after uh -huh. that because. Because our, I don't know if I should say this, but. <laughs> you so, probably shouldn't, by the way. <laughs> you're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> you're probably right. I don't want him to get yeah, in yeah, trouble. We don't want you to get in trouble. We don't want you to get in trouble either. We so. want you to come back for Avengers Endgame 3. I don't know what Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lightning just. <laughs> I don't know if I should say it. It's not really that much. I have no idea what you're going to say. It's basically, you know, we. Timestamp. <laughs> <laughs> Timestamp that, David. No, because like, we saw it, and I was just like, oh, this, I mean, Chloe Zhao is amazing. Yep. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. Just the, I, the, the immediate thing, I was like, oh, this does not look like a Marvel movie. Mm -hmm. Is that yeah. exciting? Well, yes. It, it was giving me really Lord of the Rings energy. Um, like, kind of this haze was over it. She will love yeah. hearing that. <laughs> well, you know, we shot a lot of stuff Magic Hour, because she's oh. a big Terrence Malick fan. That makes and sense. So there was a lot of like dawn and dusk shooting oh, where they're okay. like, all right, you have like 40 minutes before we lose the sun, really? so let's let's get this scene. So we rehearse, 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 and then like shoot it. It looks beautiful and it's all mostly like practical. Like mm. we didn't do very much green screen at all. So yeah, I think though like in the, the, the footage they showed us, they didn't show us much action. I think there was one where like Angelina was fighting. And then right. like someone flew down, and right. I saw, and then someone cleared dirt or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of dirt clearing in the movies. You know, Marvel movies haven't really done that yet, like, so like, I'm glad we got to that. The dirt, Literally. Uh, well, but that's that's what I mean with the costume stuff was sort of shot later, so that's why a lot of the action stuff uh, wasn't shown to you guys okay. because well, it wasn't done. Well, we saw done. Angelina kicking us, and I think that was enough, honestly. She oh, yeah. yeah, she's <laughs> amazing. She's but, uh, amazing. I think what I was going to ask is, like, for I, I read comics. I think I entered the comic book era, X-Men, like, Blue Gold Team, that kind of era. So I wasn't really familiar with so Turner. Well, the mid-90s? Yeah, mid-90s. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, where I had I bought the whole thing where it was the panels. <laughs> it used to be that VHS tape. Yes. And like, that's gone now. Um, <laughs> but what do we need to know about the Eternals? So basically, yeah. they are sort of, they're thousands of years old. Mm -hmm. They are... They uh, look great. They look great. <laughs> we moisturize. A lot of moisturizer, moisturizer, yeah. Face yeah. masks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Our skincare routine. <laughs> they should have done something. Eight steps, Maybe, seven well, steps. We'll um, so, uh, and we were sort of sent to Earth thousands of years ago to protect mm -hmm. Earth from these monsters uh -huh. called the Deviants. Okay. And uh, that's sort of our story, and, and a lot of it is set in the present. So okay, by this massive. point, we've been on Earth for a long time. And my character, for instance, we were all like, 
all right, keep a low profile, nobody should know, and so I go and become a Bollywood movie star, right? <laughs> that's like my secret identity. Oh, that's why we see the Bollywood. Yeah, yeah, so I, we were all supposed to be like quiet, and I've become like the biggest Bollywood movie star. <laughs> the first Bollywood movie, like dance sequence in a Marvel movie, uh, the movie went from having zero, well, the well, Marvel it was, movies went from zero South Asians to 50. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what was that's cool. I remember the first time I went to um, a rehearsal for that, it was in the gym, I walked in and it was like 50 South Asian people, you know, Bangladeshi people, Sri Lankan people, mm. Indian people, Pakistani people. And I was so like moved right? immediately. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, we went from like none to like so many of yeah. us in well, one scene. I think that's great because like a, a lot of, uh, I, have, I have a lot of South Asian friends and they're very much good at policing. <laughs> when people talk about Asian, they automatically think East Asian, mm -hmm. you know? Well, and, it's yeah. interesting though, because yeah. in the UK, they do call Pakistani Indian people Asian. Oh, they so don't say just, South Asian. They, they don't. don't. Asian. Which is so interesting. It's like all, even with Southeast Asians, that they kind of get left out of the conversation. Yeah. Sure. Filipinos look like an amalgamation of things <laughs> because thank you, colonialization. But uh, colonization, colonialization, I don't know. But, um, I mean, I over here. I'm over here saying it big and all the time. No, but, it, it's, but yeah, because I'm just very curious about I don't want. I actually don't want to know how the Eternals are going to be connected to what we have already seen. I want to keep that a secret. Well, good because I can't tell. You. I mean, obviously. I know though. Okay. I know the answer. But it is really exciting to see when I saw the Bollywood thing. Like, have do you have Bollywood experience? Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> He, dancing is a I, one of his. If he as a superhero, it is one of his weaknesses. And I say that with all the respect. You just don't. You're yeah. not a dancer. You don't love it. No, um, I he took worked so hard. I took months of Bollywood dance classes nice. to prepare for that. I mean, it's a demand. It's like a workout. It is yeah. a workout. It's really a workout. And yeah. you know, there's like 52 dancers, and 51 of them are professional dancers. And then there's and then, and then, then there's me. <laughs> and we went to a Prince dance night this past Ooh. weekend, and I was like, bust it out, bust it out. And I he can't was like, like absolutely. Do the Bollywood <laughs> what, what song for Prince would be a good Bollywood song? Any song. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, Bollywood. So. Oh, uh, yeah, nineteen ninety nine. I would die for you. I think could go well because oh, you could do good. some like you could do the I would die for, yeah. <laughs> and then also then go. I've thought about yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> she got the move though. That's a So check out Kamala Khan, Bollywood star. <laughs> yeah, Eternals. Well, I mean, speaking of diversity, look at the superhero team, right? It's yeah. it's Gemma Chan. Yes. Uh, me. So Selma Hayek, Lauren Ridloff. Uh, um, you've got First Don Lee, Don Korean. Yeah. We've got like we've got, and a like, lot of them are gender flipped too, right? Like not yeah. a lot. Uh, From Selma, the comics. Selma is, is hers. Yes, what, it's hers is gender flip, right? Uh, no, not Selma's. Uh, is it um, um uh, Lauren Sprite. is gender yeah, flip. Yeah. Lauren is gender. Sprite flip. is gender flip. Who's uh -huh. uh, Leah McHugh? Who's uh -huh. an amazing Brian, actress. Did you say Brian Tyree Henry? Yeah, yeah, he's not gender say, flip. Yeah. Wait, but the, and they have a, the first a queer, couple, queer couple, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so we that. have the first gay like, superhero. Yeah. We have the first uh, South Asian superhero. We have the first deaf superhero. We have the first Korean superhero. All in like mainstream Hollywood. And Angelina Jolie. And Angelina Jolie's leading. But to be honest, she's like ambiguous to me when no, I first saw her. Because I was like, she's like she? so <laughs> Right. I'm like, she has something else in she's her. Just she's just beautiful. Yeah. She's beautiful. She's just beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll count her. She just that <laughs> No, but she's amazing in yeah, the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so, yeah. I mean, after what I saw at Brazil, I was just like, Hey, yeah, like, oh, you told me. You I were so excited. I was like, what is going on? I know. Well, Chloe's editing it now, and... 
we're actually good. We're, 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 gonna, gonna we're, we're, we're having a little oh, reunion okay. tonight. Can we come? No. <laughs> yeah, I'm say, excited. Are you going to you gonna watch the, you, I thought you said you're going to watch no, the not. Cut. No, we're not. No, 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 no. She so, just started. Did like, they we let just, you watch like cuts of it? Oh, he, if they did, he would be all over. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to see anything while we were filming. Uh-huh. They would make like little cuts to show people, the cast and crew, and I wouldn't see that. And mm-hmm. the Brazil stuff they showed people, I didn't see that. Okay. I've seen it since then. Okay. Because okay. I didn't want to see it while we were shooting. Also, Richard Madden. Just sorry. Of course, oh, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Best. yeah my God, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't believe he's he's amazing. He's the best. But we have a little reunion dinner tonight oh, of whoever is cool. in town. Oh, nice. Okay, well we'll be there. But we yeah. just finished. <laughs> <laughs> we only finished like three weeks ago, so yeah. the, oh, she's shoot. like very. She took a week off, and yeah. this is like her second week week of editing. So okay. it's very very. And she's early. so fucking talented. She's yeah. like a little powerhouse oh, man. God. I love yeah. her so the much. Writer, shit. She oh, really God. like yes. took control of this movie because she'd never done a movie of this size, you know. But she like you. Because it's all been. She's just been like indie darling. And it's that's good because especially especially when you go from being indie to like studio, especially. Studio like Marvel and Disney, that sounds super intimidating. Yeah, and she was in charge. She was, she was, was so the captain. Good. That's so good yes, to hear. We get her on the podcast, yeah, we'll get her. Oh, yeah. she's yeah. very. We'll ask her at dinner tonight. Yeah, we'll ask her. <laughs> very, very smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll meet y'all at Chili's. <laughs> yeah, at Chili's. <laughs> Yes, chilies. <laughs> I'll take chilies. Those nachos are good. Anyways, <laughs> okay. So, so anyways, we end our um, every uh, interview with this thing we call the facts or the FAQs. They're just kind of like random questions that we okay. like to ask people. So the first question is, what was the last thing you binged? Uh, we just did the, the leftovers. leftovers. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Do, leftovers. Yeah. do you binge together, and do you get into fights when one goes ahead? Yes. We, we don't ever go, go ahead. ahead. Okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then also, like, I watch all of the Americans, and he never. So okay. Like, we'll have separate shows show. and stuff. We have yeah. our own shows. But if you have a show together, you have to watch it together. Yeah. yeah. We yeah, don't jump ahead. Oh my God, that is that is. What if that somebody is... falls asleep? We stop. We yell oh, really? <laughs> you have a whole system. Yeah. We're not allowed to look at our phones while we're watching. Ooh, like we have that is relationship yeah. goals. Yeah. Yeah. We're yeah. also watching Work in Progress, which is a great show. Oh show yeah, that's really awesome. good. Really good show. Yeah. yeah, that's excellent. Okay, so which is your favorite Little America episode? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, okay, no, that, that's 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 um, uh, what which one connected with you the most? I guess is a better way to put it. Wow, I don't know. I I really was moved by the sun, which is the last episode mm-hmm. about the Syrian, um, the Syrian guy uh, who comes here, and oh, that one is really really good. Wrecked me. Yeah, you know, just because I mean, obviously, because very very moving. Because I'm, I'm I'm a gay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it, no, and wh- yeah. Uh, what about you, Emily? I. That's interesting. I think I would say the uh, the grand pre- the expo winner, the eye story, Aww. because I have a I definitely have a um, I think one thing that is universal is disappointing your parents, mm. and so I, I had that feeling of when you are old enough to just be like just leave me alone, mm. and then kind of seeing it from both the perspectives of the mom and the kid. I, I think I think that was that maybe that was yeah. one I connected to the most. Mm. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so so you're on a desert island and only allowed one video game, TV show, or film to watch. Or? Is that even an ant? Or. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the TV shows are good because it's, you could, there's a lot, it's a lot more than one movie. Here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to go with my, there's a game I have that is my favorite video game. I actually haven't played it much recently, and it's like a, it's called The Binding of Isaac. It's a horrible, horrifying game, but it's like a Legend of Zelda that mm. respawns and is a new game every single time you play it. Mm-hmm. So infinite, I can kind of play it forever. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. a good one. And, and, uh, that's a good strategy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, it's yeah. 
I think that would be mine. What would I would have to unfortunately choose something not that interesting, which is the NBA 2K video game. Just <laughs> you can play it over and over, That's and it's true. different every time. That's Any true. movie, TV show. I mean, it depends how long we're surviving on this right. island. Are we gonna die in a week? No, no you'll, you'll be you're, there. For you're a while. like there forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's what I said. Yeah. And then try and hook up the Xbox to the island Wi-Fi. <laughs> no, oh, that's what's running. It's Wi-Fi. You can, you can play Every, with okay. other people that yeah, are stranded food. on yeah. the island. <laughs> yeah, what did you pick? All right, let's exchange. <laughs> you said to watch the, re-watch The Wire, which I've been wanting to do. Oh, yeah. I saw, yeah. 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 I need to finish The Wire. I stopped at season three, but it's such Oof. a good show. Oh, it's so good. Michael B. Jordan looking yes. like, you know. Idris, Idris Michael. That, that was a like, star maker. That was a good show. Um. Okay, so would you rather the aliens that make first contact be robotic or organic? Oh, I want to see organic. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just, aliens are the one thing I'm actually afraid of. Oh, no, me too. Oh, yeah. She's very so scared. I'm going to go, because I watched Unsolved Mysteries as a kid too much. It was the whole thing. Yeah. But robotic, because the idea of those little huge eyes, yeah. absolutely not. Yeah. I can oh, deal with a robot. I think so, I too, feel like yeah. robotic's a cop-out. <laughs> I, I want like, a cop-out. It looks okay. like the iRobot. I feel like I could yes. deal with the iRobot. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Those like, huge eyes and little yeah, bodies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I want to see tentacles. <laughs> I want slime. You want the arrival monster. Oh. You want the Oh, I'd be thrilled. <laughs> oh no! So happy. Oh my god! I recently watched Terminator Dark Fate for the first time on a plane. Okay. For the first time, <laughs> <laughs> because like oh you know everyone was like ah, but that <laughs> movie is actually really. It's, it's I'm actually excited good. to see it. I haven't seen okay. it. I'm gonna see it. Yeah, it's actually go on a plane. <laughs> no, it's actually it really good. I was like, oh, why didn't I think it got didn't get love because of the Terminator exhaustion? So. Yeah, there is some Terminator yeah. exhaustion, yeah. but it's good. So okay. you guys should watch. Yeah, but good answers. <laughs> Um, so what is your irrational fear? Well, aliens. aliens. Oh, aliens. Also falling downstairs. I'm very scared. Really? So do I'm you gonna... walk downstairs really slowly? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little embarrassing to be around me when and I'm doing it. your heels, it's probably even slower. Oh, it's awful. Yeah. yeah. I'm holding on to everything. Yeah. yeah. I'm just kind of like, yeah, I'm always scared I'm going to fall downstairs. Yeah. yeah. What's mine? <laughs> I'm afraid of heights. You're afraid of a lot of, that yeah. It, oh, what, what are the many things I'm afraid anything of? Anything you, anything get if you have like go to a doctor for something you'll be like oh am i okay do you think it, oh like, <laughs> it's you, the worst you oh, kind of think that the doctor is lying to you and like that you need to be told the truth about what's wrong with i you. get yeah. afraid of medical stuff yeah. but i'm not Me like too. a hypochondriac no it'll be like yeah. yeah. What's that thing that people make fun of people for? Uh, Munch. Munchausen. Munch in yeah. the news recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was in the news recently. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Horrible. Which is weird. If you're like a therapist, I've known about Munchausen's by proxy for mm. years, and it's like, then it got now sexy. it's like a, yeah, now it's like now a it's cool like, thing. It's like all like, it's in cool. vogue. Yeah. <laughs> like it was in six Like cents. I have a gluten, yeah. a gluten. What is it? Intolerance. I'm like, are you sure? Yeah. You've yeah. been eating gluten all your life. Yeah. Oh, you I'm absolutely. Like, yeah. Those that Munchausen by proxy because like my my sister's a nurse, so she would tell me about. Yeah. It's, it's 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 so frightening. It's yeah. an interesting thing. Yeah, it's but it's it's a real thing though, right? Yeah. Like, people can really, like, make Wait, the, the act was that? Yes. The act, oh, the yeah. act. Oh, oh my god. The act was yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, ugh. I have this weird fear of cats. I don't know why. Oh. But like, <laughs> if it's a cat that I don't, especially if it's a cat that I don't know, or if I see a cat walking, like I'll stay in my car until like I know the cat. They're is unpredictable. Gone. Yeah. They are, yeah. <laughs> you don't know what you're getting. Especially black cats. And I don't. It, it's like a whatever. But I'm just. I have this. Like I. I get my body gets like. You get tense. Yeah. Wow, I get really? tense. Like I literally I start sweating. Oh I get so tense. Emily, what do you have to say about that? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Has anything ever happened to you? I wasn't loved in my tent when I was. 
child. <laughs> that would be interesting if your irrational fears yeah. did correlate with something like right? yeah. like a weird. Like but I was, but, but I was never scratched. Okay. I, I mean, honestly, we had dogs. Like my family's not a cat family, but nothing bad ever happened to me that had to do with the cat. I no. just had this really weird thing with like the eyes. I don't know why, but their eyes really freaked wow. me out. So you won't watch cats? No, I didn't watch that. I <laughs> not did, because of that. And I had <laughs> a grand old time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We not, can watch yeah. it too. Uh, <laughs> what's your irrational fear? Oh, birds. Oh, I, birds I, 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 oh, Emily loves birds. These are two of my favorite things. <laughs> Emily loves cats and birds. Oh, you do? I do. I, yeah. Birds? Birds, I think yeah. I watched birds at a very early age, and that just fucked me I mean, up. They're yeah. like dinosaurs. I yeah. get freaked out. I get freaked out by, like, pigeons. Like, if I, if a pigeon is next to me, oh, I can't do it. Oh, do you like do pigeons? <laughs> oh, she loves all birds. When we were in London, I fed, uh, oh, the, I fed pigeons I every day, and then they became my friends. Oh, my God. Oh, my she God. would talk yeah. to them. You were bird lady from Home Alone. I'm a, yes. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm Oh wait! My dad. Yeah. Did you have a whole bunch of a whole bunch of them came to you? Oh, every day. Oh my yeah, god! it was a whole. Dead. And then you sang Feed the Birds" <laughs> from Mary Poppins. Just, what's worse is I would just have regular conversations. <laughs> oh yeah, wait, we have one last question. Sorry, yes, sorry, go sorry. for it. Is there an underrepresented voice in the industry that you think deserves more shine, whether it be an actor, uh, writer? I would love to see confidence in more stuff. Yes, yes. He's so so He's good. So and so Kemi Yondo is also. amazing. Was, I feel like. They're the like, star of the, the cookie episode. Yeah, right. and, and Jordan Scorchardo. Yeah, who is the star of the Marisol episode. They're I, just, anyone in Little America. Yeah. They're just so, so talented. And yeah. they, we've seen them do so many different things. We edited those episodes, and you see all their takes, and they can sort of do anything. They can do drama. They can do comedy. They can do romance. They can do everything, you know? And They've just never been given the opportunity they have to be the leads. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and well, I now hopefully. really yeah. would love to see them because they're, they're all movie stars. Yeah. Oh. Well, thank you guys for being here. Thank, thank you. you. Oh, no, thank that was you. I loved it. The conversation was